Welcome to Season 5 of the Excel Still More Podcast. I'm still your host, Chris Emerson, and I'm here to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, and I'm glad you've joined. The program continues to be sponsored by Cunningham Financial Group. John is a good friend, and he's helped me and my family in everything from stock and mutual fund investing to annuities, life insurance, and retirement planning. I certainly commend him to you if you have needs in any of those areas. You can reach him at 205 205- Three two six seven three six four. Thank you again for your ongoing encouragement and support. Let's get started. Welcome and thanks for listening in again today. Quick note on last week's episode where we started a series on house rules. The feedback on that was really good and encouraging. So I'm totally all in to go through that book with you in the six-part series. I'll be mixing those episodes in on and off throughout the winter. And really, after some kind things that were shared, I thought about just working it straight through. But you may not be aware that I have a partner in this podcast and sometimes need to give deference to their topics over my own. Okay, that probably sounded a lot more official than I meant it to. I'm talking about Summer, my wife. We will have been married 26 years, coming up in just two weeks. And she is a huge part of this program. You never hear her voice, but you very often hear her thoughts. And every once in a while, an idea will stick for her. And she knows me. She can't just tell me one time. That won't work. She has to tell me over and over again until it becomes almost like my own idea or something. And today's title and content represents one of those concepts. Each morning before the kids get up, we just get to sit together and drink coffee and talk And then most evenings, we get to go out and walk a mile together and just sort of recap the day. And for a couple of weeks now, she's been consistently bringing up this old Mercy Me song, Slow Fade. I'd done a couple of sermons on it before, and she just thought that it was something that people needed to hear. She kind of has this unbelievable sense for when it's time to share something, as if there's some person out there that precisely needs that thing, and she just has this intuition when the timing is right. And so for the first half of today's episode, I will be sharing with you a lot of the things that she and I have been talking about. We'll go through the lyrics and maybe a couple of practical tips you can use. But also, somewhere along the way, we really started talking about solutions and considering that some of the methodical ways that we get farther from God that are so effective when we often don't realize it can be utilized intentionally as the same kind of activity except in a positive direction. So I want to get to that in the second half, and we'll be calling that today a slow build. So basically, here's how this all came together. Summer kept talking about a slow fade, wanted to walk through all the pieces of that, and we did so. And then I came up with this great idea of turning it around into a slow build and looking at routine and the cadences of a week. And then it just came down to whose idea gets top billing as the title of today's episode, and, well... You can see how that worked out, which, like I said, 26 years of marriage, I ain't no dummy. Okay, so the best way to talk about a slow fade is probably to begin by reading the lyrics of this song. Maybe you haven't heard it before, maybe it's been a long time, but to me they're very potent, they draw off of a children's song that's very deep and personal, and I think you'll find them impactful. I want you focusing in, please, though, on two words, words that seem mild, seem small and inconsequential. And yet, in the song and in life, they turn out to be a lot bigger deal than you think. I'm talking about the word little and the word slow. 
Those words just don't seem very powerful. I mean, if you say something like big or grand, now that's going to leave a mark, but little, I mean, how big of a deal could that be? And also the word slow. We know the word fast, quick. Those are big terms and what we're always looking for. But do things also happen slow? And is it possible that slowly developing little things end up being more deeply ingrained and lasting than things that are big and fast? I think you know the answer to that question. So be thinking about those words as I go through this song with you. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. It's the second glance that ties your hands as darkness pulls the strings. Be careful, little feet, where you go, for it's the little feet behind you that are sure to follow. It's a slow fade when you give yourself away. It's a slow fade when black and white have turned to gray and thoughts invade and choices made. A price will be paid when you give yourself away. People never crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. When flattery leads to compromise, the end is always near. Be careful, little lips, what you say. For empty words and promises lead broken hearts astray. It's a slow fade when you give yourself away. It's a slow fade when black and white have turned to gray. And thoughts invade, choices made, a price will be paid when you give yourself away. People never crumble in a day. The journey from your mind to your hands is shorter than you're thinking. Be careful if you think you stand. You just might be sinking. And it's a slow fade when you give yourself away. It's a slow fade when black and white have turned to gray. And thoughts invade and choices made. A price will be paid when you give yourself away. People never crumble in a day. Daddies never crumble in a day. Families never crumble in a day. It's a slow fade, so be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the Father up above is looking down in love. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. So let me start with the word slow. There's this repeated line in the song. It's a slow fade when you give yourself away. And of the entire content of the song, it is that phrase that has captured my attention this week. When you think about giving yourself away, it feels like a moment in time. A moment when you break fellowship with someone. A moment when you make a life-altering decision. They're big things. Sometimes they happen very quickly. When you leave your family behind or you close a door that should be opened. We tend to focus on these defining moments. This is when I gave it all up. The sentiment of this song is asking you to see that that is actually a long, methodical, routine-based, slow fade. Like the rest of that chorus says, when black and white have turned to gray and thoughts invade and choices made and a price will be paid when you give yourself away. Somewhere along the way, things that were black and white, they were right and wrong, became this weird mixed gray color, and that doesn't happen instantly. Maybe it's one negative thought about someone that just lives every day and keeps seated in your mind until it fogs your concept of love and changes the way you see them. There are things you never would have said and done before because it was so black and white, but now somehow it's just turned into something different, and you don't even know how or when it happened. And I can't lock down the when for you today, but I can help you understand the how. The how is slowly. The how is daily. It's negativity or bitterness 
or unbelief or immoral thinking that just slowly is allowed to hang on. It isn't dealt with because it's not a big deal. It's not a major moment. You're not like giving yourself away or anything, but it's worse than that. It's worse than a moment where you just give it all up. It's a slow changing of who you are and how you think and what drives you. The song says people never crumble in a day. Families, daddies never crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. And you may be like, I don't know. I've seen moments where it all blew up, where everything fell apart. What I want you to see today is that is the result of a lengthy, slow, methodical, unaddressed progression that eventually reached a breaking point. So I don't know how this is coming across to you. Maybe today's episode just feels very dark and negative. But even before we get to the building portion at the end today, I have to tell you, I don't feel that way at all. That if things spin off in my life and I run away from all that is good, it is not something that's going to sneak up on me and hit me over the head. I will have to work for it. I will have to make it normal and constant and acceptable to slowly move that way. And then, yeah, I can reach a cliff and fall over the edge. But that means to get ahead of ourselves a little bit, daily routine, intentionality on a small scale and weekly cadence of the right kind of thinking and love and activities can prevent this. If you're wondering where that attention needs to be, look, this is based on a kid's song and the kids can tell you exactly where that extra care needs to be taken. Number one, be careful little eyes what you see. It's the second glance that ties your hands and darkness pulls the strings. On a small scale, with your little eyes, in passing situations, monitor your sight, what you look upon, and more specific to the song, what you choose to look back upon. It's kind of like the Discipline of Children episode from like five years ago. Early plus often equals less. If you call your kid's attention to something as early as possible in the process and you do it every time, eventually you do it less and maybe not at all. Well, it turns out that's the way you discipline yourself. I have to monitor my little eyes in all that I choose to see. Be careful little feet where you go, for it's the little feet behind you that are sure to follow. Now that verse cut right to the heart, and it's not our focus today, but the idea that my four children and other people who look up to me will follow in my footsteps ought to give me great pause. But again, I need to think little and slow when I'm thinking about the direction that I'm leading them. Sometimes we want to think about the big decisions, the massive things that we do. If I do this, this will influence people in this way. If I make this decision, this is what it will mean for my son. But the truth is, it's the places I go every day, the places I go on Sunday, where I spend my time, slow and little, that's affecting Nicholas and Ella and my family the most. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. When flattery leads to compromise, the end is always near. It sounds to me like that verse is leaning into immorality, fornication, and adultery and the like, although I think there's broader application But again, it's about the little things that develop over time. If someone came up to you today and said, let's go out and be immoral, you would say, no. But what about after two dozen short, seemingly meaningless conversations, compliments, and stares? Maybe you find yourself doing the impossible thing you thought you would never do, but the truth is you lost control over that situation a long time ago. Now again, to introduce some optimism, some of this is a good thing. 
It means that people like you and me who want to serve God, we don't have to make those life-altering, family-destroying decisions. Someone's not just going to ask us to do something stupid and we do it. We can keep that from happening. But it's daily choices over a long distance, smaller, seemingly inconsequential decisions that are actually massive builders. The accumulative nature of small, seemingly little, wise decisions, well, that leads to the slow build, which is deeply fortified and holds. Be careful, little lips, what you say, for empty words and promises lead broken hearts astray. Here in Lindale, we've been studying the tongue and speech and speaking with love throughout the last week or so. And we've talked about how just a few misplaced words can have a deep impact and one big yelling match may be remembered forever. But we've also discussed how it's more the constant labeling, the daily, regular words that tear down or mislead, that end up leading to that which is almost impossible to repair. I'm not telling you to ignore big, crucial conversations, but what I'm telling you is probably more crucial are the daily conversations, the little things that become normal and constant in culture, in your home or wherever you are. So I think the takeaway of this song and what Summer and I have talked a lot about is be wise slow so you'll be under control when things speed up. And like the old episode from season one from an article written by the late great D. Bowman, Be wise small if you intend to later be wise on bigger things. And don't stress too long or hard on how to apply this. The children's song will do nicely. Your eyes, your feet, your ears, your lips. Take daily, consistent control over the interaction between those features God gave you and the world around you. No conversation is too small or insignificant to say the right thing. No situation is too minor to hear things that you should not be hearing. No unholy environment is so mundane or short-lived that your feet should take you there. And no image, no event, no person is so safe and unaccessible that you should cast your eye there a second time when something even tiny within you gets ignited that ought not be. So I guess the main point of the song is monitoring little problems can help you avoid big ones, But in these last few minutes, I want to use a more strategic approach to building out better things, even great things, not just avoiding the bad ones. What I'm asking you to see is that the devil is no dummy. He knows that small and slow is the way he gets you where he wants you to go. But I'm thinking we can use small and slow to get to much better places. I've really wanted to do an episode featuring this idea for a long time, and I just kind of end up sneaking it in here and there. But daily routine and the cadence of a week are massive factors in personal growth and goal-reaching, transformation, all of it. If little things over time end up reshaping everything, then let's do a bunch of little good things. Let's do a little good thing every day. And let's not rush it or try to do something grand and get extra credit, but more like every day in the doing. And with this attitude that says, this is how we get it done. This cadence throughout the week that I start my Sunday like this, and over time, it'll mean much more to me than I realize. I build out my weekday mornings starting here, doing that first right thing, or I end the day with that important little thing like praying with the kids or taking a mile walk with your spouse. So I mentioned that to you at the beginning. I think Summer and I would say we are closer than we've ever been 
that we have this continuity between us that has helped us make some really big decisions and reason through some super challenging stuff that came at us fast. But if you really measure the difference between us now and us 10 years ago, it's not that we were that different of people, though probably we are. It's that little bit of time we spend together in the morning talking about things that matter and just walking through our day. And it's that 20-minute walk in the dark nearly every night where we just recap things, not momentous things, just things in life to make sure we're on the same page and that we're caring for each other. And I think here's what would frustrate you if you tried that tomorrow. You might email me in two weeks and say, well, my spouse and I did that for two weeks and we're still having the same arguments. But I think in part that's this quick, big fix mindset that just doesn't really work. I know it's slow, but it's intentional, it's daily, it's good, and it's constant. And just like the devil uses those four words to take you to places you never wanted to go, God can use them too. This lends itself to so many seemingly obvious things. We're just approaching it from a different perspective today. A little bit of time every day in the Word of God. A little bit of time every day communicating with God or journaling or whatever. One little game of pickleball with the kids or whatever it would be for you. This can apply to setting aside time each week in the cadence of a week for worship or to be with God's people or to open your home. I think sometimes we look at good habits like that and we think, I do those every single week. What's the point? But the point isn't the grand nature of one single thing that you're doing. The point is the grand ideology of who you are becoming and how vital consistency is in developing that. Part of this for me comes out of my really poor memory. Like I can go somewhere and do something really cool and remember pieces of it, but not nearly enough. And yet, I've always been kind of a grand gesture guy, like let's do this big, expensive, awesome thing and we'll remember it forever and then I don't really remember it. But eventually I figured out that it was routine and consistency and repetition of things that matter that not only placed them permanently into my memory, but deeply began to affect and change who I was. And while that may mean something big and cool like going to Sedona every year so that I never forget it, the real impact is a lot more slow and little than a big trip like that. It is a slow but rewarding build. That's one of the things about small, consistent efforts eventually showing out as a major implication in your life. You tend to be super proud of it, all in with it, and more protective of it. Because the reality of life, even the big, fast lane of life you and I live in, is that things that take longer to develop are built on a better foundation. Well, maybe I should say they're built on a more firm foundation because it may not be a good one. Remember the first half of the episode? Where your little feet go over and over tends to determine your location, and that may not be good. Where your eyes tend to be drawn over and over again will shape the way that you behave. The things that you allow yourself to listen to, even a little bit at a time, will reprogram your mind. What gets to infiltrate you and direct you in tiny increments over weeks and months is very hard to eradicate. So be aware of how the devil is working in your life, but I'm telling you, let's turn this thing on its head. Let's employ those same powerful tactics in wonderful directions. So I hope you can mix both points together today, but if you can't, you can spend a few minutes on the point that I favored, the slow build but please make sure you don't overlook the incredibly important point that Summer wanted me to share. People never crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. 
Thank you so much for listening in today. If you enjoyed this program, will you share it with someone you care about? One thing I've learned over these five seasons is that there's nothing as powerful in advertising as word of mouth sharing between friends. Speaking of friends, let me once again commend you to give John Cunningham a call. He and his team have a wide variety of tools to help you use your present budget and life to build towards a more secure and hopeful financial future. Once again, you can reach him at 205-326-7364. And always remember, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.